Hello, my name is Cheryl G, and I would like to welcome you to the Emmaus of Bus podcast. Last week, we continued a series entitled The Promises Never Change. We discussed how the Holy Spirit was promised to be our comforter. This week, we will discuss how God promised to provide his Sabbath rest for us. He seeks today to lead us beside still waters so that he can restore our souls. Again, at the end of this lesson, I'll be reading scriptures from the Bible related to rest. I would encourage you to review and meditate on them this week and allow God to again speak to your heart. So let's get started on part three of this series entitled, The Promises Never Change. The title of this episode is called, The Promise of Rest. We will be reading today from Psalms 23, but first let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for calling us to rest. Lord, we bless your holy name and thank you for supplying all of our needs, especially those needs that we may not even know that we need. Thank you, Lord, that we get to live inside of your grace every day. You are our healer, our provider, our present help in times of trouble. We can come in and rest under your mighty wing and get the peace that we need for our souls. Lord, teach us today about your rest so that we can walk in it on a daily basis. Lord, I surrender and yield to your will. Use me as your vessel to speak to your people. Only have me say what is given to me to say by the Holy Spirit. Just your words, Lord, not my own. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So let's read Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This passage demonstrates how the Lord in his infinite wisdom included rest as part of his design. If you think about it, we spend most of our lives sleeping, so rest is the Lord's idea. Since this is the case, one of the major obstacles that we must overcome is learning how to cooperate and surrender to the promise of rest. Rest is the complete opposite of what the enemy wants for us. The devil's specialty is creating an atmosphere of toil around us. God, on the other hand, invites us to surrender to him and yield and allow him to lead us to rest in him. That does not mean that we're exempt from working. However, God provides a better way. As Psalm 23 states, he wants to take us on the path that are righteous and lead us to green pastures and still waters so that we can have rest for our soul. Does that mean that we will never go through rocky terrain? No, but as verses four and five state, even in the valley of the shadow of death and at the tables where our enemy surrounds us on every side. God promises to never leave us 
but provide comfort and provision in tough areas. From Genesis, when God rested on the seventh day, to what he revealed to David about an eternal rest, to Jesus paying the ultimate cost so that we can, through him, walk in newness of life, rest is the one of the greatest promises of God. This is what God desired for the Israelites when he freed them from bondage in Egypt. Hebrews 3.19 explains that. So we see that they were not able to enter because of their unbelief. So we must not allow our hearts to be so hardened to the point that we miss out on God's awesome promise of rest. And as David revealed in Psalms 23.6, he states that this rest does not have to have an end. He wrote, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So entering into that rest should be the real work of the believer. I will next read some more scriptures on rest from the Bible. As you meditate on them, I pray that they bring peace and healing to your soul. Genesis 2 verses 2 through 3. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because that in it he had rested from all his work, which God created and made. Matthew 11, verses 28 through 30. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Mark 2 verses 27 through 28. And he said unto them, The Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. Therefore, the son of man is Lord also of the Sabbath. John chapter 16, verse 33. These things have spoken unto you that in me you may have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Psalms 91, verse 1. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Exodus thirty-three fourteen, And he said, My presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. John fourteen twenty-seven. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, Neither let it be afraid. Hebrews chapter 4 verses 7 through 12. God again set a certain day calling it today. This he did when a long time later he spoke through David as in the passage already quoted. Today if you hear his voice do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest. God would not have spoken later about another day. There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their work, works, 
just as God did from his. Let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience. For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to the dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges all the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Today, I'd like to pray for those who are perhaps weary and need of rest for your souls. Jesus stated in Matthew 6, 26, that behold, the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? So let's take all of our troubles and pray to God who desires us to be rested and as carefree as the birds in the air, because we have his grace providing for us. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I pray for those right now who are troubled in their spirit. Perhaps it is due to present circumstances, or it may be experiences from their past, or even worry about the future. Lord, we give all of those anxieties to you today. We forgive those who have trespassed against us so that we are not harboring bitterness and unforgiveness in our hearts. Lord, we pray for your wisdom, which can guide us to the quiet places where we can hear from you and be at rest. Strengthen us to wait on you. And while we are waiting, we know that you will renew our strength. Lord, we praise your holy name and thank you ahead of time for the grace that you're going to pour out into our situations and in our minds and also our body and spirit. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this podcast, Emmaus or Bus. We will continue this series, The Promises Never Change, next week. Um, and I know that I promised that we're going to get to the promises made to Abraham and how the Spirit led Abraham, and we will get to it. Um, but thank you for listening, and have a blessed week.